This is a time for change. This is a time for awakening. This is a time for an unfolding of who you truly are. This is a time to evolve into the being you were meant to be. This is your time. Hello everyone, welcome to Men on Fire. My name is Mike Wren, a former mechanic and engineer turned transformational teacher. And each week I'll deliver an inspiring message to help you excavate those repressed inner negative feelings and install new thoughts that will finally allow you to truly become the person you were born to be. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Men on Fire here on Soul Mechanic TV and Soul Mechanic Radio. Today's episode is entitled Souls and Politics. Yes, I know you're wondering how does this even correlate because many people in politics don't have souls, do they? Ah, I'm only kidding. Well, maybe not, but you get the you get the gist. They sometimes uh, come across that way that they don't even uh, have a soul, or that they're even human beings sometimes. And let's start this discussion a little bit, discussion about souls. What is a soul? You know, none of us really know for sure, and people call it different things. Different religions or wisdom traditions call it different things. But one thing is for certain that it is a higher part of us, a, a higher power, something like as if there was a battery inside us powering us from within. And that's kind of the, what that is. And we wonder, well, how do we even incarnate here? And is there old souls, new souls? How could that possibly be? And my explanation to that is if, if you were to take a, a, a cup of water from the ocean and now you have it in that cup but that water in that cup is still part of the source that you took it from which is the ocean right but this water is now also something else it's something an entity on its own and that's kind of what like what our souls are we've all come from the same energy source out in the realm of the the absolute where we all came from we're all part of that and some of us came you know sooner than later so that's how there's new souls or old souls there's always pieces of this energy deciding to break away and go on this incredible journey that is called earth where it can experience everything it needs to experience to understand all about itself because it knows itself when it's in the realm of the absolute but only as that source of energy it can't look back at itself and see what you know it is so in order to do that it comes to earth slows down you know you can't remember anything that what you really are and your journey on earth is just to be and enjoy everything that you can while here and learn along the way. And that's how our souls learn and become more 
and more and to try to get back to finally at a lifetime when they get back to the end of that lifetime where they've realized during their life that they are what they are in the realm of the absolute. So that's our journey in life and we're all at different stages of that. And any soul that agrees to incarnate into a life form uh, has a potential to affect the lives of many. And that means that that soul is a great soul. And the power this soul possesses can be uh, so great it can be global, right? It has the capacity to touch the lives of millions, if not billions, of human beings. And this soul has taken on a great responsibility. If this soul has chosen to touch so many people, and you see that in certain people, they, they have the desire to go ahead, to become whatever that may be, right? Could become a, a great athlete or person of power in politics or a billionaire that has a, owns a company that affects, affects millions and billions of people. And sometimes it's all for the good and other times, sadly, it's not. And that's what we're going to talk about today on souls and politics. And when the soul decides to do that, the soul has taken on a great responsibility because even in life uh, as a human being, you can't get somewhere unless you move out of your comfort zone or stretch yourself to get somewhere else, right? So when you do that, you leave yourself vulnerable to outside forces that people may affect you, the people you're going to meet. They may try to talk you down. You can't do this. Are you stupid? You're dumb. You can't get this done. You'll never be a great athlete. You'll never be a, a great politician. You'll never be a great leader. You'll never start your own company. What is wrong with you? So you put yourself at that risk. But if you just stayed safe at home and in the house and or maybe had your, your little job and you were happy with that, you'd be very safe. But your soul desires more. Your soul desires more uh, that you can do more and create more. It wants to see you blossom the best that you can be. So some souls uh, have so much of this desire that these people can't help themselves but have to move forward. They have to move forward. They have to keep going. They have to get better. They have to be become leaders or, or um, you know, great business people or great athletes. They just need to be in the limelight almost because they shine so bright. And we have, we've all seen these people, musicians, painters. It, it doesn't matter what categories you put them in. They all have the same desire to shine very brightly. But when they do that, they put themselves at risk. So it comes with great responsibility and the soul acknowledges that. And this risk is in the form of temptation. And great souls, like all the rest of us, have to make decisions minute by minute, right? Moment by moment. We live in the now moment, making decisions now for our future. And when you look at all the souls of the earth who are in these major positions of power, millions and billions of humans, other great souls were all tempted as well. Take, for example, Jesus, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, to name a few. And yes, they were all tempted as well. But there's another one that we all know of in recent history, and his name was Hitler. 
Yes, he was a great soul too, and he started out wanting to do great things for many people. But then he was tempted. Tempted by the seductress we call power. You know, Jesus, Gandhi, and Mother Teresa all found ways to resist this temptation of power and continued to evolve vertically. And when a soul chooses to evolve in a vertical path, it does so via responsible choices. It becomes capable of liberating itself from its own negativity and assumes authentic power, not this disingenuous power of the five animal senses that we have as humans. So in other words, a soul that seeks to bring greatness to others always runs the risk of being contaminated by fear, anger, selfishness of the others that surround them. This, of course, brings us to many of our politicians. And it's plain to see that many of them are just so concerned with trying to get reelected that they lose their way but of course, this is a balancing act because if they're not in power and get elected, how can they even help serve who they want to serve? And that is a fault of many of our systems and something we need to address in the future. But when we look at the individuals who are in positions of major influence on our planet, you can see whether or not they are succeeding by seeing if the choices they have made are advancing humanity or not. So it's easy to see whatever your uh, head of state is, whether governor, president, prime minister, king, queen, sultan, it doesn't matter who that person is, you, it's easy to see if the decisions they're making are serving the humanity of the people that they represent. And if not, you can see that too, right? It's quite obvious. So some of them have chosen to align themselves with just their five sensory animal characteristics and represent a system that is disintegrating right before their very eyes. And they've been seduced by power and have become corrupt. They surround themselves with like-minded corrupt people. Their friends are corrupt. Their family is corrupt. And their government is corrupt. Does this sound like Anyone you know that is in power right now? I think you know who that is. So these souls have decided to represent a form of power that is no longer effective. But they fail to understand that. They're living in the past. They think that this kind of uh, ruling still works, but it doesn't. And they attract others that have also chosen fear, anger, and selfishness. They exhibit great bouts of paranoia and therefore attract governments, militaries, and fellow humans that have the same paranoic desire to destroy life. They have to destroy life because they're paranoid of what some of these people may do to them if they're allowed to keep on living. So maybe it's just better to squash people instead, right? That's, that's what they do. As if the destruction of life will save our planet. I mean, we know it won't, right? But that's what you're seeing in the United States at the moment. America is losing one person 
every two minutes to COVID-19. They're having over 100 cases every minute. Yet their leader, so-called leader, President Trump, does nothing. He's done nothing since he's been elected. And he continues to do nothing, and he doesn't care. All he cares about is himself, his reputation, and maybe that he could try to get reelected at another point. Regardless of the fact that all his loans will be called in once he's no longer president. That makes a good case for him to try to hang on to all this stuff, isn't it? For him to try to recount after recount and all these foolish tricks with lawyers that he thinks slapped down that aren't working. But that's the way these people operate, out of paranoia. And the difference between a great soul that resists the temptations of power and one that doesn't is that the soul that has chosen to evolve vertically has a different level of courage, insight, and, vi and wisdom versus the one that has aligned itself to be impacted by the fear of other people and the collective and is now evolving horizontally, which basically means you're not evolving at all. If you're flatlined, your soul is not evolving and it's not experiencing what it wants to experience. So this all means that you can resist the fear of those around you and choose to evolve vertically with the qualities of clarity, humbleness, forgiveness, and love, which translates to authentic power, real power, the power to sustain and create life, not extinguish it. Look, you are a great soul and the choice is yours. Remember, Trump and Hitler were and are great souls too. Am I comparing the two together? No, not really. But what I, what I am comparing is their choices and their lust for power at all costs. Their lack of courage to resist the temptations we all face. They've just become contaminated and gave in to temptation. It's not how they started, but it's how they're finishing and are finished in the case of Hitler. But their souls knew the risks of temptation and contamination would be great. For to be a great soul, an equal and opposite force will oppose you. Otherwise, you could never stretch yourself to become the greatest person you could be. So you have to applaud these people for trying. Applaud their souls. Unfortunately, they gave in to contamination and temptation. So forgive these souls that have not made responsible choices and have become contaminated with power and greed and use them as examples of what not to become. So the choice clearly then is yours. Thank you so much for watching today and I hope this somehow has served you somehow has opened your mind to some of the things that are going on in the world around us. And I hope you come back and listen again. Once again, thank you so much for being here today. And I'll see you again very, very soon. Bye for now.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, keep what feels good and dump what doesn't. And remember, live without judgment, give without expectation, and love for no reason. Follow those three simple expressions and you'll be well on your way to an inspirational, intentional, and successful life. Until next time, you're the one.